How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Monday, April the 19th. Folks, I am back in action, and if you missed yesterday's episode, all of my projects for school are now handed in. I am essentially finished with it, and hopefully our programming here on this show will be able to continue without interruption. Now, we've got some video game news to talk about from the weekend, so let's jump right in. Uh, First of all, we got the monthly NPD report from Matt Piscatella. This is the company that tracks United States video game sales. Let's see what they had to say. Uh, In terms of hardware, $680 million was spent. That is 47% higher than last year. Of course, there's new consoles to be bought. And it's also the highest March month in recorded history. So it did about $100 million better than the previous record in 2008. That's pretty interesting. As usual, the Nintendo Switch was the best-selling console, which it has been for multiple years in a row. And they also announced that the PlayStation 5 is the fastest-selling console in United States history, and that's for both unit and dollar sales for the first five months of release. So that's pretty cool, too. PlayStation is selling gangbusters, and imagine the numbers they would have had if they were actually in stock. In terms of software and video games, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War took the number one spot and continues to be a major seller. So not only was it number one in March, it was also number one for the first quarter of 2021 and number one for the last 12 months. Number two was Monster Hunter Rise, which released in March, and it is already the second best-selling Monster Hunter game of all time, right behind World. And the only other new addition to the top 20 is Outriders, which appeared at number three. Of course, lots of people playing that game. And uh, yeah, there you go. That's the NPD report. Amazon Game Studios have now cancelled their planned MMO based on the Lord of the Rings franchise. So I know a lot of people were excited for this. Lord of the Rings as an MMO, it's a great concept. Uh, Amazon was co-developing the game with a Chinese company called Liyu, or Liyu Technologies, until Liyu was acquired by Tencent in December. After that point, Amazon had troubles coming to an agreement with Tencent, and they were no longer able to continue development. Now, this doesn't mean that the concept is going to disappear forever. Technically, Tencent has the rights to it now, so they could go find another developer to work on it with and still bring it to life. So really, the more interesting story is that this is yet another unfortunate step in Amazon's dreams of being a game development studio. I mean, they've already canceled so many games, including games that they've released. And their flagship game, which is New World, that's another MMO that they're trying to get out there. That's been delayed like a number of times. So, it's been many years, Amazon is still waiting for a hit. We'll see if they can make it happen. Capcom held a digital showcase recently to announce a bunch of things around Resident Evil. Uh, Probably the biggest announcement was Resident Evil 4 is going to be getting a full virtual reality re-release on the Oculus Quest 2. So that's pretty cool. Obviously, it's going to go to first person. And more details are going to come at a future Oculus event. Make sure you keep your eyes out for that. No release date or anything like that, but there is a gameplay trailer if you want to see it. They also announced a demo for the upcoming mainline entry, Resident Evil Village. Now, the whole process is a little convoluted. For everyone that isn't on PlayStation, there is going to be a single 60-minute demo, which is going to come out on May 1st or May 2nd, and it's only going to be available for like eight hours. So you have to put it in your schedule. And then if you are on PlayStation, there are two separate demos, One of them already happened this past weekend, and then another one is happening this upcoming weekend, and they have different content in them. Besides that, they announced that a Mercenaries mode is going to be returning to Resident Evil Village. That is a time trial mode that is pretty common for the franchise, though it didn't appear in some of the recent ones. 
Uh, they released a new trailer for the Resident Evil animated series Infinite Darkness. That's going to be on Netflix. And they're also doing a collaboration with Dead by Daylight. So there you go. That's pretty much everything they announced. Okay, and we'll just do some rapid fire news here. First of all, Wasteland 3 is going to be getting its first story expansion in June. You'll be able to purchase it for around $15. Next, Genshin Impact is going to be getting its 1.5 update. And it's launching on PlayStation 5 next week. And the 1.5 update will have new characters, new content, a bunch of stuff. Uh, Just in case you happened to hear some rumors that Square Enix was going to be acquired, they came out and said, nope, that's not happening. So Square Enix is staying as it is. And the last thing I'll mention is that the Netflix animated series Castlevania is going to be returning on May 13th for a fourth and final season. There you go, folks. That's all the biggest stuff that I can fit into five minutes. Thank you so much for being here. I'd also like to thank Michael for leaving me a five-star review. It's greatly appreciated. And I'll be back with the news tomorrow. So until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello. My friends, I am feeling... I just... I had a really good day today. Being done school... God, I hope I can I can ride this momentum of positive feelings for weeks to come. Actually having time is so foreign to me now. Today I was playing games for leisure and I wasn't feeling any pressure to be doing homework instead. Ah, that's really quite the feeling. So what did I play? I played... Actually, I didn't play much. I tried to play Planet Coaster on Xbox and I installed it because I thought maybe the console version would be acceptable and I've heard that, you know, other people have got, had good experiences with it, but I don't know, try navigating the controls on that on a, on a console was a little too tough. So I didn't spend much time in the game. And then right after that, I decided to install Octopath Traveler, which I haven't started yet, but I'm looking forward to playing someday. And I knew I was going to play it at some point, so I got it. I also installed NHL 21 because I haven't played a hockey game in like a decade, and I'd like to see what it's like. I have no plans on playing a lot of it, but figured I'd give it a shot. When MLB The Show becomes available, baseball becomes available in just a couple of days, I'm definitely going to be downloading that. And then I played some Hollow Knight, sunk like an hour into it, and I'll probably play some more tonight. So anyway, I did all of that. I also like cleaned my kitchen and my computer area for the first time in a while. Oh, it was so dusty. The inside of my computer was so dusty. I'll tell you what, man, free time, something else. Anyway, what did we get in the news this weekend? Oh yeah, there's something that I didn't talk about because it's not really a news item. It was more of a conversation that was happening. Because the director of Days Gone, Days Gone was a PlayStation exclusive. It came out kind of out of nowhere. And a lot of people liked it. A lot of people said it was very average. Probably one of the more average PlayStation exclusives that you'll find. And the director went and he got interviewed. And this is what he said, quote, If you love a game, buy it at effing full price. I can't tell you how many times I've seen gamers say, yeah, I got that on sale. I got it through PS Plus, whatever, end quote. And this made a lot of people very upset because as the interviewer says, how do you know you love a game until you've played it? And then he responded, he basically waved his hand and then said, don't complain if a game doesn't get a sequel if it wasn't supported at launch. And, you know, he said this out of frustration, right? Like there's a lot of people that have come out and said, why didn't you make a Days Gone 2 We know that he did want to make a Days Gone 2 because of, you know, some reports that they had made the pitch. But also the the thing that he's kind of saying here is, you know, buy into our marketing 
before you even know what the game is. And that just, just doesn't make any sense. Not to mention, like, apparently the game was pretty buggy when it first came out, so that impacted reviews. It was all a pretty big thing. Anyway, the other reason why this story wasn't particularly huge is because the person who said this very obviously has very strong opinions about a lot of things. He was fired for having a disruptive personality at Sony. He essentially confirmed that and admitted that. So, you know, I, I tried not to buy too much into that drama, but I did find it interesting, right? Like, there's there's a clear disconnect there between the people who are making games, or at least this particular individual who makes games, and certainly that would be reflected in a lot of those major corporations. You're going to see a lot of people like that. And the people who are buying the games, the consumers, the customers. If you're someone who is only going to spend full price for a game once or twice a year, are you going to do it for Days Gone, or are you going to do it for Red Dead Redemption 2? Are you going to do it for a game that is really buggy in the beginning, or a game that you know is a safe purchase? And go even simpler, are you going to do it for a game that you've heard of, or a game that you haven't heard of? I record this show every single day, I scroll headlines, I am in the know on news for video games, and when Days Gone came out, I found out on the day it came out. I had no idea what it was before that. They probably could have done a little bit better with their marketing. <laughs> anyway, that's all for me today. Thank you, thank you for being here. I'll be back tomorrow. And until then, farewell.